What's up, buds? BJ and Daryl bring to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we're asking what does it mean? What does it mean? It means wrestling. Everything means wrestling these days. Or does wrestling mean everything these days? That's the question you've got to ask yourself, my friend. God, and I really think the best way to do that is by sitting down and watching Full Gear. Which, oh, if yeah. you are a fan of professional wrestling and or flippy, tricky, bagging your groceries at Kroger shit, or women's wrestling, or tag team wrestling, or even trios wrestling, you probably enjoyed this pay-per-view. Because you know what? It's a goddamn good pay-per-view. In fact, it's probably the best pay-per-view this year. Yeah. Beginning to end? Yep. There's a few shit things on there, but of course there was. It's AEW. Right. They have a trio's division, so there's going to be garbage on there. I mean, even that was fantastic, I thought. <coughs> Just saying. Depending on your use of the word fantastic. Yeah. It was them doing exactly what they always do again. Yeah. Do so, you know, if you like that, times. then there it was. But, you know, the first time I got it. Yeah. But this man, this show pre-show started off. We had what three on the pre-show? Yeah, three on the pre-show. Started off with ten man tag, which was uh, best friends Cassidy, Rocky Romero, and then against the Factory. And nobody gave um, shit. And then Dan How until Dan Housen came out. He came out. That's the true. Because he actually did something. <coughs> they actually let Dan Housen wrestle. He fucking strong. He won. He got the pin. It's nice because I like Dan Housen, and I've not been happy with the way they've used him in AEW. Right. And, uh, and like I, think might be they, I think doing all this played into the beginning of Monday or Wednesday's show as well. Right. Because like the lights go out and everyone thinks it's Dan Housen because it's during the Best Friends match and then poof, it's not. House of Black's fucking back and it was dope. We knew they were coming back, but that was right. cool to see them back because I yeah. do like Aleister Black. I shall like Brody King as well. Mm -hmm. Buddy Murphy's got some potential. Yeah. Yeah, I need to see. Like... I think Buddy showed in his SmackDown run. Well, yeah, in his SmackDown run. Um, For me, it was when he was the Cruiserweight Champion. He was the best kept secret or whatever. Yeah. When he did that when run. When he was doing that was good, yeah. That was excellent. And I think, But I think he's, yeah, the wrestling there, his character more in the SmackDown, SmackDown run with Rey Mysterio mm -hmm. and all that. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then we had the Eliminator Tournament semifinal match, Ricky Starks versus Brian Cage. So they moved the finals to Dynamite, mm -hmm. and so the winner, which I think was the right call. So the winner of this match will end up facing Ethan Page at Dynamite. Yep. And the winner of this match was Ricky Starks. This was all right. I mean, yeah, Cage. Brian Cage isn't very good, but for what he can do, he did his stuff, and mm -hmm. it looked fine. Like nothing was bad here. Just yeah. No, it was the story you expected it to tell. This whole when we saw when we saw the fucking bracket, I knew it was just going to be this monster climb for Ricky. Right. Just didn't know if he was going to actually win or not. I didn't think he was going to win at all. But I didn't either. But he did. Mm -hmm. Spoilers. I was okay with it. But there you go. Yeah. Not really. Uh, then we had Eddie Kingston versus Junakima. Yes. Um, this was good. I think I didn't pay much attention to uh, this. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. No, it was good. Um, I liked King's I liked the post match stuff with Kingston too. Like he was damn near in tears. Uh, my problem is I feel like I've just seen all these matches already. It's the same thing with the Young Bucks stuff. Like I've right. I've seen all your tricks. I get it. Right. Um, but yeah, I liked the post match and I liked because this you know this is the pre show 
the whole yeah. idea of a pre-show is to get people to buy the show. And then the last two two minutes is Eddie Kingston, like, you know, actually this cutting was great a promo for me. that is, is yeah. a way to actually maybe right. want to get so people to watch the show. show. Right. Yeah, it was so good. No, I. Yeah. Um, Although I don't agree with any of the rest of the pre-show, I do agree with that being one of the mm -hmm. few things they did on the pre-show to actually try to make someone buy. It's right. just, the whole idea is dumb to me. No one's buying the show based upon this one hour. Nobody. I don't want to say nobody. Nobody's buying it based upon... It. Nobody, because the best friends in the factory right. are buying this fucking show, dude. Yeah. Like, sorry, but no. And I get it. Like, yeah. I get it. I just don't... I don't know. As much as I like Eddie Kingston, he's got to stop doing those fucking, what are they, machine gun chops yeah. in the corner. Those look oh, so fucking yeah, fake and shitty. Yeah. Um, see, I think I think a pre-show would work better, honestly, on TV. Like, I get you're putting it on YouTube, but no one's flipping like through YouTube. Like Sunday Night Heat used to be. Right. But no one's flipping through YouTube. That's not how YouTube to, works, right? Right, exactly. And coming across this and like, oh, okay. Oh, there's a wrestling paper here tonight. Yeah. But if someone's flipping through the channels and they show up on TNT and they're like, oh, okay, this is cool. And then I just you see like, Eddie Kingston do that. Like, maybe I'm going to spend my 50 bucks to... But it doesn't work on YouTube. It doesn't work on... Right, because no one's just flipping through and seeing it. Like, right. it's just not how YouTube works. You right. don't just flip through YouTube. Right. That'd be neat. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, they probably have, like, a random, but... No one wants that. <laughs> There's too much on YouTube for that. If it right. was like a curated random, maybe. Right. Right. Top. But then that still wouldn't truly do what you want. See, there's just, mm -hmm. yeah, it's too many. That's why you need to just flip through the channels. Right. But yeah. I ain't paying for fucking cable. That shit's expensive. Right. No. Fuck no. Um, all right. Main show started off fucking great. Uh, steel cage match. Jungle Boy versus Luchasaurus. The only problem I had with this is the problem I have with most steel cages this mat these days, and that's when they went out of the steel cage yeah. and then brought other weapons into the like it's already a steel cage match. We don't need tables and chairs. Yeah. It's like putting a hat on a hat. Like you're already wearing a hat. Your hat doesn't need a hat. But the way they got into the cage was that was excellent. Cool. With Christian stealing the fucking key Just out of the resin. Yep. Yeah, that, that was, was fantastic. So Christian, yeah, it was so good. Um but no, I thought it, I thought it was a great match. It told the story it needed to. Yes, be. everything else in this was just fucking great. Yeah. Uh, let's go watch the steel yeah. cage match. This was. I was gonna say it might have been my match the night. Still, <sighs> there's a lot of good stuff, but this was. It's not the best match. I don't know if it's my favorite. It might be tied for my favorite. Yeah. I haven't actually thought about match of the week, but this might be it. Yeah. It's either this or the women's match. <coughs> The women's match is the best match. I don't know if it's my favorite, though. Yeah. Because this was really fucking good. Like I said, other than the fucking table and chair spot. Because right. hat on a hat. Right. But, yeah, no. And then Jack won, which was great. He needed to. I liked it. Hopefully Luchasaurus is going to take some time off and heal his shoulder up. Um, I like, um... This is the way you need to build Jack Perry. Mm-hmm. You slowly start changing his name from Jungle Boy to Jack Perry. He doesn't look like a little kid anymore like he did when AEW first started. He's yep. starting to get some manliness to him. He's starting to get some size to him. Yep. He's never going to be a big dude, but yep. he is starting to beef up a little bit, and which just makes him even more believable. Plus, mm -hmm. you can still run him with that underdog baby face. Like, yep. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, and he's... He's aging perfectly for this role. It's he fantastic. Is. He is, and... 
Yeah, I mean, him and MJF need to be the top stars of this company in the next I think they will three be. to five years. I think they will be. I mean, because we've called MJF think, since day one right. as being top people in the company. MJF has the charisma and the appeal that he can break mainstream. Jack Perry... Did you watch Media has, Scrum? No. Go back and watch the beginning of it. Just okay. watch Jack Perry's part. Okay. He I just needs to do that nice. on TV. Yeah. If he just nice. talks as himself on TV, that's mm -hmm. right there it was. Right. I saw it, dude. It was there, and I'm like, why can't he just, just do this on TV, dude? Well, good, because that's what he needs to do the outside media appearances. He needs to be on fucking Regis and Kathy Lee and fucking... And he I can do know, it. Geraldo and I don't know what's these days, but... He can speak like that? Yeah. He did it well. He was charismatic. He's not like Roman Reigns. It's a different type of charisma. Yeah. Charisma. Yeah. But... He's still very charismatic, and right. um, and the thing it like, and then he already has the easy mainstream push because of his dad. That was Woody Perry, right? And then like you have that story of him wanting to be a wrestler and his dad just dying right after he makes it, and like all that stuff. Like, yeah, it's the story's there. It's just it's the perfect. Yeah. And then you can continue on with how then he's still <coughs> making his name for himself by himself first before right. he started going on his yep. real name so he wasn't riding his dad's coattails because he didn't want that yeah. and fucking great yep. good story yeah and so. yeah mm -hmm. they keep doing this one right like they fucked up Wardlow and they fucked up yeah. Miro and they fucked up Lance Archer and they fucked up they tried to fuck up Brody Lee but he was too over with the crowd and then yeah. Unfortunately, he passed. But right. like they fucked up so many guys, and to see them doing Jungle Boy right makes me happy. Yes, me too. And especially because he's one of the guys that got your company where it is, and I'm like mm -hmm. kind of getting tired of seeing these guys that from day one ish are getting pushed aside for CM Punk's and guys that have come in three yeah. years later riding the coattails of what. Best Friends versus LAX and the Street Fight set up, and mm. what Pac versus Omega in the fucking early days set up, yeah. what Cody versus Dustin set up for us. Yeah. Like, that fucking match, that early match between the Lucha Brothers and Young Bucks. Yeah. The I, fucking Lucha Brothers, or Young Bucks versus Omega and Hangman. Like, I truly think part of a lot of those releases during the pandemic were overdone by Vince on purpose because he knew Tony Khan couldn't resist scooping up too many of these people and yep. overbloating his roster. Like, I really it think it did. And I think that was part of Vince's plan with releasing all those people. If it was, it worked. Like... Yeah. So, so what was next after Jungle Boy? Trios, championship match. The Elite versus Death Triangle. The end was right. Death Triangle won. Yeah, Death Triangle won. Um, saw this week. The Elite came out to carry on my wayward son like we think, thought I saw, they didn't think they were going to. I saw this week. Uh, in my day, Triple H used a sledgehammer to knock motherfuckers out. Now they have to use this dinky little ring hammer. Yeah. Um, I can't, they're too small to carry. The I did love. See, and that's why the, I thought this the Wednesday, was so bad. The Wednesday one ending was well done. Yeah. Because this was the one... This was just the... 
This was just the normal one. Wednesdays yeah. was the hammer with Phoenix using it. That was when so you thought good. the Young Bucks were going to use a hammer and then mm -hmm. they had a second hammer. Yeah, that was the better. That was so good. And Phoenix's reaction to him using the hammer, like he was so upset with himself. Oh no, we're going to get reactions later. I want to talk yeah. about proper reactions. Yeah. We're not to that match yet. I'm just saying that was. I thought that was so fucking good. It was good, but we'll. Yeah. Proper reactions are coming up. Okay. Um, but yeah, Death Triangle won. Yes. And then we find out later in the night that Tony Khan got a boner over this match so much that it's going to now be a best of seven. And this was actually match one. Which I didn't realize on Saturday. I didn't realize until Wednesday that Saturday's match. I thought they were having seven oh. more matches. Oh, yeah. I thought we talked about it actually counting it that night, but I don't know. I don't think in my mind it was settled if it counted or not. Like, oh. I think it was still an open discussion point. Yeah. Okay. And I still went into Wednesday thinking it didn't, and it did. Yeah, it yeah. did. So. Uh, TBS Championship, Jade Cargo versus Nyla Rose. Here we go. We're going to talk about proper expressions now. Okay. I want you to watch the fuck's Clam Slam. What the fuck does Jade call it? The Jaded? Is that the name of her finisher? Something like she that. She does yeah. Beth Phoenix's old finisher. Right. Nyla did it to her once. Mm-hmm. She had Nyla in it once, and Nyla got out, and she hit Nyla with it once. Uh -huh. All three times, that's how you react to that fucking move. No, no, no! Slammed! Yeah. Yes! Thank you! Somebody finally fucking re It's uh -huh. not that fucking hard. Right. Like, goddamn. And that's the, that's always been one of those perfect moves for it, because, yeah, they hold you up, and you're, you're facing, facing the camera. hard cam. Right? If they do it right, which they usually do. Yeah. This was way better than I had any business to be. Not that it was a great match, but yeah. it didn't have any business to be good at all, and it was fine. Right. And Jade still won, retained. Yeah. And I, it's because I do always love a match where they use each other's finishers, and each of them took turns. And Wednesday, she kicked Kiera Hogan out of the baddies. Mm -hmm. I love the way they did that, too. Like, just the... I just need you to sign here, because yeah. you're no longer in the baddies. Your yeah. services are no longer required. Yep. It was fantastic. And gone. Yep. Uh, oh, this was good, too. Fatal 4-Way match. Oh, also, Jade said she's not wearing a leotard again when she wrestled. Yes, I saw that. <laughs> that was ridiculous. Yeah. She dressed up like Chitara from the Thundercats, which was fantastic mm -hmm. cosplay. Not so great for wrestling. She in. needed tights under there. Yeah. Yellow tights instead of painting her butt and skin. Yeah. Because even, like, the whole live thread and stuff was just, like... <laughs> People finally finding out that it like was... Like realizing she was painted. And yeah. Yeah, there were no tights. No. No. Because it took us a while. Like, she came out, she wrestled for a minute, and I'm yeah. like, wait a second. She's not wearing tights. <laughs> yeah. And it was hilarious. It was. And fun. that part takes you kind of out of the match, because you see her picking her fucking wedgie. She's supposed to be, like, knock the fuck out, and then she reaches back and picks out her wedgie. Mm -hmm. Like, that kind of takes you out of it sometimes. Right. <laughs> you know. So, so great though. Right, Fatal Four Way Ring of Honor World Championship match: Brian, Brian Danielson, Chris Jericho, Claudio Castagnoli, and Sammy Guevara. This was fun. Yeah, this was a lot of fun. I really wanted Sammy to win. Um, I didn't, but I get it. I just thought it would have been because I didn't want to see, and I get we're gonna. I mean, I, I would have rather had Sammy and Jericho instead of Claudio again, and I don't know. I agree. But Jericho does retain. Um, so, but yeah, it was a fun match. Like I thought they did really good job. Jericho just kind of snuck in at the end. Yeah, 
so. To steal it? Yeah. Yep. Uh, returning Soraya. Soraya. I can never remember which one. Right. Soraya. Versus Dr. Britt Baker. D-M-D. It's because here in the United States we say Soraya. But right. that's not how it it's is Soraya. pronounced because she's not from the United States. Right. So it's Soraya. Mm -hmm. um, she won like you thought she would. Mm -hmm. Definitely. First match back she had to. Yeah. So I thought she did alright. Um, Little ring rust but not awful. She's, I've seen yeah. not Nikki Bella bad. Right. Or Brie Bella bad I mean. Brie she did seem kind of playing it safe. There was one move that got me. The neck breaker off the apron? Yeah. Yeah. I did not like that. And there was the whole faking like she was hurt yeah. spot, oh, yeah, which was stupid beginning. as shit. I hate that. Yeah, that was dumb. Um, but other than that, like I said, good for her first match back. Her brother was ringside, which was cool. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. TNT Championship match. Wardlow versus Samoa Joe versus Powerhouse Hobbs. Yeah, this was, I don't know, weird. Yeah, it wasn't... I had a hard time getting into it. Mm -hmm. It didn't make anybody look good. Mm -hmm. No. And, and Samoa Joe, Joe wins, which is weird, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because so now... double champ Joe. Double champ. Because um, he has... The TV championship. Right? I was wondering if they were unifying them. Yeah. Ray Water TV champ and the TBS or TNT. TNT. Which is yeah. kind of like their TV title. Right. They're going to maybe, maybe unify it or something. That'd be cool. Um, There's too many fucking titles on this show, so they don't mean shit. Right. Right. That's my part of my problem. I mean, if Ring of Honor gets their own show, it makes more sense. But... But now we've it's been saying this for like nine fucking months and right. they still don't have their own show and I just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. If I wanted to watch, actually I do want to watch Ring of Honor. Yeah. I also want to watch AEW. Right. I don't I want to watch this hybrid fucking shit. Yeah, because there's too many AEW talent. That I don't get to see getting, because of Ring of Honor. Right, because right. I'm seeing, yeah, the Ring of Honor title. I have to see the fucking Ring, Ring of, of Honor. Honor. Ring of Honor is getting more segments than women in most weeks. Like... They're getting two or three, and women are. I mean, I'm okay with that because there's way better talent Ring of Honor than there are in the women's roster. But yeah, but still, they're getting more segments than AEW is getting. Right, right. Because I'm not about the 50-50 time that women should get 50 percent of the time because there's not they're not 50 percent of the talent. Right. If there no, was more better the... women that could fucking wrestle, yeah, yeah, but I got to see the best too. So. Because yeah. Britt Baker was I mean, in one match, got, and later on we get Tony Storm here. I was gonna say they got three matches on this card, which was. The right about amount, because right. there's about thirty percent to seventy percent. About what I cared about. Yeah. So. Um, well, not the story between Nile and Jade. That's fucking stupid. But whatever. Yeah. I liked it. I like a good belt stealing story. Always have. Um, I mean, you can't beat the uh, Rock and Stone Cold when the belt gets thrown off the bridge, though. Like that was so good. That wasn't stolen. That was Austin's belt. Yeah. He got rid of it. Uh, Right. Declare himself for the Rumble because he was going after the main championship. Yeah. That wasn't a belt ceiling angle. That was a, if you want to go get it out of the river angle. Yeah, but still, that's right. But but I know what you mean. Yeah, I like stuff like that. No, um, there's better ways to do it. Like when fucking Sean came back also with the Intercontinental yeah, Championship belt, so even though Razor had the Intercontinental Championship belt. And you're right. like, wait a minute, what the fuck's going on here? Yeah, that was good. I think the kayfabe was Sean had that second belt made. 
himself. I think that was the kayfabe that they eventually gave us on that, if I remember right. I thought he just, he had his belt because he never... I don't think they ever, I don't think they made that known to us back then that people got belts and that there was more than one belt or anything like that. Because they, well, they had the tournament or whatever for Razor to get it. Right, and he won, but I think in kayfabe, it was Sean made this belt when he came back. He made it to say he was still the champion, not that he still had it from when he was the champion. Yeah. He didn't have See, Razor, I thought it was the, Razor won. I thought it was the opposite, that they had Razor, a new championship made, because Sean wouldn't give it back. So, I could be wrong, though. It was a yeah. long time ago. Right. Yeah, it's been like... And I've watched the match, but not the build-up. Right. I have to look into that. Anyway, um... No DQ, no count-out match. Sting and Darby Allen versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Yeah, this didn't do it for me. Yeah, this was whatever. Um, Sting and Darby won. Mm-hmm. Uh, Satnam played his part very well in this match. Yeah. I thought he was my favorite part of this match. He knows what his role needs stuff. to be, and he does that well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he can do anything else when yet. He caught, when he caught Darby off the uh, ladder. Mm-hmm. Um, Someone dove to the outside and he just fucking stood Darby. there. And, yeah, Darby swatted just him down. Swatted him down. Um, kind of bounced off of him. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think keep keep this guy moving. He could be. A no, they're good progressing him in the right way. Whereas WWE just threw almost in the ring and was right. like, "Here you go. You yeah. can almost wrestle." Right. So, um, I hope he's working with Big Show backstage. I imagine and he all is. That and trying to. Um, if he's not, they're it. dumb right. for not taking advantage of that. But yeah, because yeah, you have the arguably the biggest or second biggest or second best big but guy ever. You're also talking about a company where the EVPs openly brag about not taking advice from veterans who have been doing this for right. fifty fucking years. So right, it's true. So who knows? Right. Which was apparently part of Punk's problem. <laughs> so at what? Was at the time the interim women's world championship match, not anymore. It's right. a full women's world championship match. Tony Storm versus Jimmy Hayter. Yeah, this was the best match in my opinion. Yeah, on this the card. was fantastic. This was great. These two. This know, is probably my favorite. These two. two know each other so well and just have that chemistry. And Tony Storm has been on another level. She's been on that upper level of women's wrestling since before her time in NXT. Oh, yeah. Her, Charlotte, Becky Lynch, mm-hmm. Sasha, Bailey, Bianca. Yep. Um, Tessa Blanchard was on that level, mm-hmm. talent-wise. Uh, I think you can put Ty Valkyrie up there, yeah. even though WWE didn't use her right. Yeah. Um, I think she's on that level. Maybe Jordan Grace. I think an argument. I'm not a fan of her, but I think you can make an argument for her. Yeah. Especially considering she's been a man's world champion. It's true. Uh, and then throughout time, there's only a handful of others. China, Gail Kim. Gail Kim's still one of the best wrestlers ever. Honestly, um, Awesome Kong for her time. Awesome Kong. Especially her stuff with Gail Kim. Right. Was, that's still one of the, probably the best women's feuds ever, is those two. If you've never... They're not back, a lot, is the point. Yeah. And, if uh, you've never gone back and I, I think Jamie Hayter starting to make her case that she belongs on that level. Mm-hmm. Britt Baker, sure. Baker's getting there. She's mm-hmm. been making her case to be the one on the level. There. I think she does there. I don't. I don't. She's just not popular enough in America. Yeah. I think it, if her popularity goes up, I think she could be. Yeah. I think Britt's almost there. I think, yeah, she does on her way, though, for sure. And Britt. And I think Jamie Hayter's the other one now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and if they... 
use her differently, Io Sky. Yeah. I think she'd be on that level. But I think of her for right now for her it's booking. Mm-hmm. She's doing the tag team thing with Dakota instead. Well, same thing with Asuka. Which mm-hmm. Asuka's Yeah, Asuka Asuka's. should be on that level too. Yeah, she is. I mean If Alexa Bliss didn't get hurt for so long, she could be at that level. Yeah. She had the potential to. But yeah, I'm was glad to see Hayner crowned here. And then there was the whole this is no longer an interim world title. And, yeah, well that came Monday, yeah. Which I didn't Wednesday. even know I didn't even know that these title reigns didn't count until Wednesday. Yeah. I what fucking worse shit. They're interim. Yeah. yeah, and guess what? Now I don't give a fuck about any interim title whatsoever. You just devalued your own title I, I, I fucking think, moron. I feel like this was, I gotta hope this is the end of it. Yeah, I think I, I think heard a lot of people was. like they can't stop doing no, he needs to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. He needs to stop before he started it. Because yeah. this is fucking ignorant. And yeah. now to say that wait, so Moxley's one ring didn't count? What? Yeah. What the fuck? Well, it did because he ended up winning the actual title, but <sighs> it's fucking ignorant. Yeah. Um, and he did say that he's retroactively Tony Storm's ring counted as the championship. I thought it was counting this whole time. This yeah. is so fucking stupid. I don't know how you didn't know it didn't. That was the whole point in the room. But yeah. That's why I was. That's why I was like, "What's the fucking point of this?" That's why I kept asking what the fucking point was. Yeah. I didn't know what the fucking point was. Yeah. The point was we're gonna make our belt it's mean the nothing. Same thing. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's cause what that's what like MMA does. I made the I made the yeah. mid card titles not mean shit by making so many of them. Now I'm gonna make my main titles mean shit by making them not count. He didn't I'll show these fucking he didn't marks. Make so many mid card titles. He bought That'll so make many mid card titles. It's a problem. He I think he well. Man, he's like Paul Atlantic is too much, but I just I don't know, dude. Wrestling's been really not good lately. Yeah. What was that? It always gets that way in the winter, though, I feel. Like, no one cares during football season. Every year. That's the problem. Like, because Brawl knows they're going to get their asses kicked to fucking... Well, AEW's going to learn that, like, Daryl's not going to watch his shit much longer. It's like, this isn't fun. Yeah. What was next? I do feel like this week was a turn in the right direction. I don't, because Wednesday went back, and then, especially compared to how great the pay-per-view was, I got meh. It's true. Ring of Honor everywhere. Again, I'm hoping, yeah. We got Final Battle in two weeks. And if that's not the end of Ring of Honor on AEW, then, yeah. I, st- I don't watch Rampage anymore, so... Because it's... Because they've taught you that you don't need to, because yeah. nothing's going to happen there worth your time, so right. don't bother watching. It's not their own version of SmackDown. It's their own version of Heat. Like, is what it's it is. version of Thunder. Yeah. Um, AEW World Tag Team Championship match, the acclaimed versus Swerve in our glory. I thought this was a really good match too. It was their third. All three have been good. Acclaimed. I think this was the second of the of the three. The second one was the best. Yeah. The first one was just the crowd at all out was so mm-hmm. fucking hot for the acclaimed. Yeah. But the match had some misses here and there. The mm-hmm. second match was just on. This one was good too. Yeah. Yeah, no, I yeah, I think it was two, three, one mm-hmm. is the yeah. order yep. that they were. Absolutely. Um so but yeah, it was really well done. Um Fun match. And the, yeah, they claimed retained. Keith Lee walked out on Swerve. He and did. It was good. Match should have ended a little soon after that, but it was still a good match. Right. And yeah. Yeah, because uh well Strickland slapped Keith and then Right, because Keith wouldn't cheat again. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, fun match. Yeah, I'm excited to see their feud 
honestly. Like a lot. Mm -hmm. Swerve's just they need to keep up with Swerve. If he drops the ball on this one, Tony's a fucking moron because Yeah, he's got a good Swerve's deal there. got everything. Yeah. And he's got the mainstream. He fucking got Rick Ross to come on the goddamn show. And I guarantee that was Schwartz Strickland, not Tony Khan, getting Rick Ross there. Most likely. Like. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Swerve's hot. You need to stay on top of it. Yeah. Just like you did with Jamie Hayter. Don't make the same mistake with right. Swerve and stay right on top. Or right. don't make the mistake with Swerve. Right. Do it right. So. Then our main event. Main event. AEW World Heavyweight Championship. John Moxley versus MJF. It's exactly what it should have been. What it needed to be. Yeah. Not the best, but still a really good mm -hmm. match. Really fun. Yep. MJF wins because Regal slid him the, the next. The next. Which we've been calling since they talked about. It's one of the two ways they could have ended this match. Mm -hmm. And that's the one they went with, and I'm I'm in agreeance. Yeah. No, I thought it was done well. Sometimes the obvious choice is the right choice. Yeah, a couple little weak spots here, but overall, <laughs> fantastic show. Between the fucking tag title match, the main event, the women's, and that cage match, you've got those four matches right there. It could have been its own card and yep. been fucking fantastic. Yep. Throwing one other your fifth match for a down spot in the middle. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you could put anything in that spot. You could have put the fucking Ring of Honor Championship. That was a fun little four-way there. You could have put yeah, the TBS title that. match in there. That was a fun match for what it was as well. Yeah. Way better than it should have been. Um, you you could have had Soraya still make her Soraya still make her return against mm -hmm. Britt in a fifth match. Like you could have taken those four in any other match on the card and had it just fantastic. <coughs> yeah. And even for four hours, it didn't. Feel like a four-hour show. Like I wasn't done by the time the main yeah, event started, like I first, usually am. Yeah, this was the first show that went till midnight that I just wasn't spent by yeah, eleven. Right. Like I was still ready to go for the main event. Yep. And uh, yeah, I really like. I mean, even and then they made it worth our while. They, yeah. It was a good main event. Even when we went to All Out, like I was still drag. Twenty twenty one, I think, was the last All Out. Twenty twenty one was different because that. That was just fire from the beginning. And that's what I'd have Plus to Plus, we had the ending with Cole and Daniel Bryan right. showing up. Like, yeah, yeah that would get anybody. But that was the last time that a show didn't kill me, like, by the end. So. Right? Yeah. I'm hoping tonight flows pretty quickly, too, because. It's only five or six I matches. Say, it's only a few and matches. And two of them are the War Games matches, which I imagine are going to open and close the show. That'd be my thought. Well, we'll talk about that show later. For now, let's get into the top five, six questions of the week. Yep. BJ, best match of the week. I'm going with the women, it was the best match. Maybe not my favorite, but it was the mm -hmm. best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say best match was the women's. Also want to throw up but an honorable mention, uh, fun match between Top Flight and FTR on Rampage, mm -hmm. so. Um, yeah, my favorite match might still be the cage. I was going to say, I think That was really fucking fun. Uh, best promo package or segment this week? <sighs> um, hmm. I like the Sammy Kevin stuff from last night. I thought that was cool. That was good. Uh, you know, just the hints with Jay behind the door. I mm -hmm. really liked that. Um, I liked the Keith Lee and Swerve stuff from Dynamite. Yeah. Even though it was short and it was really just Swerve covering the camera, and I kind of I really liked that. Um, it's got me intrigued. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I need to go back and watch the beginning of Dynamite because the crowd had me just out of it with the way they were chanting and booing and whatever. But the Daniel Bryan Regal. It's in Chicago. Yeah. You should have it. Yeah. What should the Buds avoid this week? I was going to say, do you have yours? Um, I'm going with the Sammy Kevin. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That shit was good. Mm-hmm. Um, Things going to be so interesting. And they've been building that for a long time, so... It's always in the back burner, and it's always in the back of your mind that at any time, Sammy and Kevin can go either friend or foe yet again. You never know with those two, so it's cool. And that's what I'm... Yeah, I'm intrigued for tonight. I'll have it on in the background. Yeah. What should the buds avoid from this week? Um... I mean, it well wasn't horrible. The whole, like, the worst thing I can think of was the ending of Dynamite with the whole Chris Jericho, Claudio. Yeah. Like, I don't care yeah, about that match again. Yeah. Not that that's, that's awful, no, but, like, the it's just... match was good, though. Put that in there, too. The, uh, I gotta go back a couple. The best match, too, you gotta add in the Ishii-Jericho match. I thought that was fucking fantastic. Uh, I mean, you don't have to, but... I do. It was a good match. I thought I'm not gonna go best, but... It was I mean, it wasn't, match. but it was the best. Uh, to me, that was the best match on weekly television, not on the pay-per-view. I'm still going FTR on top flight. All right. Well, I didn't watch that one. All right. Um, and then I also want to go back to best promo package and segment, because I don't know if you saw the video on Twitter yesterday. Yeah, that was on but Twitter. But that was my favorite. Um, it was on Squared Circle, too. With was it the Rey Mysterio? It, yeah, yeah, the Rey Mysterio <laughs> with Dominic showing up to Thanksgiving. and then, The only uh, problem I had with it, which... Uh-huh. Like by the end of it, it was the whole segment was actually really well done, and uh-huh. I didn't care that much. Was Ray wearing his mask? Oh, I loved it because the way they had set it up, because like you could hear his mom yell out, like, "Why you brought a camera?" Right. And then you could see him like putting it on and adjusting it because he knew just, that the camera was there. And I like, just, I like that. It was the mask being right there, so it was the normal. Mm-hmm. You can't see the guy standing right there off camera thing mm. that WWE does. But the fact that they acknowledged the camera made me really happy. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Like, why would you bring the camera and the fact, yeah. And they even blurred out his face and they're like, putting <laughs> pictures and stuff, which I thought was good. What are you most excited for um, next week? That's why I said by the end of it, I was fine with it. Yeah, but yeah. I thought that was so well done. Um, I mean, I'm excited for the War Games matches tonight, uh, for sure. The men's just to see what they do. I don't give a shit about the women's. Um, Becky's back. It's the only thing that matters there. I was gonna say I just want to see it's ten really good fucking women. I know, but and that's there's what, no story. And I wanted to. There is a story, but um, <laughs> there's totally a story. Yeah, Rhea's joining the team because she's well, a badass. Not that, but Becky I mean, showed up the, and now she's on the team. It's still the Bianca versus Man, what a story. Control story that's been going on. What a story. Well, that has been going. I on. just showed up. Not those Story. Parts. Not those parts. I'm talking about the main story of it. It's too complicated for my brain, I guess. Um, yes. um uh, yeah. I'm also excited they announced Brian Danielson versus Dax uh, on Dynamite. I'm really excited to see that match because I'd rather see FTR as one and tag team, but it's still gonna be a fun match. Yeah. I'm just not as ex- as excited as you are for it. Actually, I'm not know. excited for it. It'll be a good match, but I'd rather see FTR tag team because they're. You know, I the best tag team in the world. Right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I like 
I like Dax by himself. Here's the best guitar player in the world. He's never playing guitar again, because fuck you. But I also like Dax by himself. This is the hardest one, PJ. Just saying. Weekly MVP. <coughs> oh, it's me. I'm going Regal. It's DDP. Yeah, no, Regal. I think I agree. Regal. Mastermind. He played his role everywhere so well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Regal was great. Not wrestling related. What do you got for us this week? Not wrestling related. I watched. It's it's wrestling adjacent. Um, but they released the Teddy Hart documentary, mm -hmm. Dangerous Breeds, um, on Peacock. It's shorter watch than I expected. It's three one-hour episodes. Um, so I ended up like watching it all uh, Thursday night. And Jesus Christ, it is so good. Yeah, I plan on checking it out this weekend. Yeah, Teddy Hart is fucking nuts and so manipulative. Like, that's the story of this. It's just it doesn't surprise me. He strikes me as a, as a manipulative <coughs> guy. How he He's a good salesman. Like... Dude manipulates this other guy to fucking bail him out of jail and then co-sign on a fucking Lamborghini or some shit, like $80,000 vehicle, within days. Like, just... That's great. Fucking nuts. He, he, uh, he gets accused of um, rape at one point and flees the country. He's living in Canada. Flees the country. And within days, he's already shacking up with this chick in this, you know, half-million-dollar house. Like, nice. already getting all this stuff. Um, he always has a goddamn cat with him because he races these goddamn Persian cats. Oh, really? And he's got, like... Who doesn't like a good cat? Right? Mr. Money... Mr. Moneybag or something is the one he always has with him. Mr. Moneybag. Um, like, it was just... And then, yeah, this guy starts filming him and ends up stop filming him. And then a few days later, he finds out that this chick that they've been filming with is missing. Oh. And can't find her. And, like, it was... And the way they, he did it was cool because... So this guy was a news anchor or something up in Canada. Okay. And decided he wanted... He had this idea for a show, meets Teddy Hart, thinks it makes a great reality show 10 years ago, like 2012. Films him for like two years, makes this pitch video, like no one, or like people are interested. Mm -hmm. He was gonna make this reality show, and then like that's when he gets busted for the rape. So all that fucking falls apart. And damn. And he ends up like, uh, I'm about to check this out. Yeah, I mean, I already was going to check it out. But. Right. Like I said, it's just, it's so interesting. And, because um, again, you just, just watch the way he manipulates people. And this guy gets like so upset because he feels like if he wasn't, because Teddy brought in a lot of these people and these chicks, like, hey, I'm doing this reality show. You should come on. And then ends up sleeping with him, being the girlfriend. And then one of them disappears that that happened to you know and the guy feels bad because he thinks he has a part in this oh because if he wasn't filming the reality show would teddy have got with her would teddy have brought her in but this girl like, disappeared. but teddy but then you realize 
like Teddy's been manipulating this guy the too whole time, right. the whole time and bringing him back and like it's just dude <laughs> like it's not surprising no but he is and Teddy Hart's He's a just special a layer manipulative and the thing is is he and his parents even said I mean I don't know how much that, but they said he had like a 147 IQ and I think a lot of it is he knows what he's doing he's pulling in these these people yeah, he knows what he's doing you dude. know and manipulating their lives for sure three hours there you go like, buds yeah yeah and that's what my thought because I thought it was going to be a little longer than that I didn't I thought it was going to be shorter considering that's the whole reason I didn't watch it it's because it was three hours yeah it's a long time I thought it was going to be longer considering I thought it was going to be ten years of you know what I mean it's a ten year oh, story yeah I thought it was going to be it was going to be a little bit an hour longer. long TV special deal mm-hmm. no it was three hours specials I rediscovered my love of lesser-known rap music this okay. last couple of weeks been listening to a lot of MF doom a lot of uh, atmosphere a lot of Aesop rock a lot of brother Ali yeah um, yeah just not so much of the mainstream you know mm-hmm. usually when I go rap it's Outcast or Tupac or Snoop yeah. Dogg or you know, Luda. yeah, Ludacris right. or you know whatever, yeah. something more mainstream. Bow wow. Uh, <laughs> only when he was little. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that's uh, that's uh-huh. that was mine for this week. Is nice. in particular, it was um, it was Aesop Rock is what did it for me. Mm-hmm. He's put out an album that I missed. Um, oh, really? It's just, I've listened to it like four times now. Oh, shit. Uh, it is called Spirit World Field Guide. Okay. Oh. And there's like an instrumental version and a regular version. Okay. And um, it was like the first album he put out after I kind of like wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. It was in 2020. Yeah. Nice. And um, yeah, it's been a few years. And it actually came up because I was listening to The Submarines who I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of. Mm-hmm. and um, But they're like a regular in my mix. I'm always listening to the submarines here and there. Yeah. And then that got me like thinking, like I wanted to listen to more like that because it came up in the middle of a bunch of heavy metal. And so then I was listening to The Included, which made me think of Aesop Rock, which then got me back on Aesop Rock, which then got me into yeah. Bayer yeah. Ali. And right. then my son, as I'm like, I was telling him about Brother Ali because I actually think he would like Brother Ali a lot. And uh, then he was telling me he was listening to the Mad Villainy album. Nice. And I was explaining to him that Mad Villain is not MF Doom. It's MF Doom and Mad Lib, I think. And he was like, wait, what? And I'm like, yeah, that's not an MF Doom album. That's MF Doom and somebody else. Like, that's what's so great about Mad Villainy. And he was like, I didn't know that. Nice. And I was like, a lot of MF Doom's albums aren't just MF Doom. Like... I think he's got like four or five albums and everything else he's on is with other artists, which is fantastic. But yeah, then Aiden got me into more of that and then that got me into like, even like, I went as far as listening to like some old like uh, MC Chris and like I was just all over the place. MC Chris is always in my mind. So it was a rap heavy week this week for me. Have you listened to that new Nas album yet? I did not. I listened to the new Busta Rhymes album though and it's pretty solid from beginning to end. It's actually just an EP. It's only five or six songs, but they're all pretty solid. Yeah. That new Nas album is fucking... I forgot about it to be honest. The best thing about the Nas album is 
it's just him. Like, which is dope because you don't get that often mm-hmm. from rappers these days. Right, it's just them, and like he has no extra guests, nothing. It's just him fucking rapping for an hour, and it's Nas. Like it feels like old Nas. Just like him. Nice. Um, News and rumors. And to me, Nas is one of the godfathers of yeah modern rap. But I think he's like at the top of that list because his he's up there, dude, for sure. His you can't. I don't think anybody's gonna argue with you on that. It's his storytelling on top of his abilities compared to some of the others. Some of the earlier stuff, um, who were telling much more simple stories, like right, parents don't understand and, and blah blah blah. Where parents don't understand and mama said yeah, knock you out. Like right. it's not a yeah. if you fuck with me, I'm gonna fuck with you and right. knock you the fuck out. His is his is the plight of the african-american man in this country is a lot of it Mm -hmm. and he just does it so well agreed Um, yeah anyway so fightful select reported that randy orton had to have fusion surgery on his lower back and is not expected back obviously anytime soon yeah um which is not what i was expecting because i kind of thought them teaming elias up with matt riddle was leading to randy orton coming back like we were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I hope he. I hope he get this isn't the end for him because Brian Alvarez. Randy Orton does one of those like roller coasters for me. I either really love or really hate. Because when he's so, interested, he's great, true. and when he's not, he's not. That's true. But I was really at the top with him and. Uh, Brian Alvarez has shot down speculation that the elite trolling CM Punk on Dynamite's part of an angle for his return. He said, as of right now, there's no plans for Punk to return to AEW, AEW TV. He also claimed that the Elite didn't plan out spots ahead of time to irritate fans in Chicago, and they were just responding to booing in the moment. Um, The only spot that, to me, that seemed planned out was Uh the GTS. Yeah. I didn't feel like anything else, like everything else felt fairly natural to me. Yeah. But... Yeah, the GTS, I feel like... Because first off, if you put them up like that, and it being so close to the one-winged angel and the way he put them up, like, Pac needs to know how to sell that. And he sold that really well. Mm-hmm. And I don't think... I mean, they could have called it a couple minutes before, but, like... Yeah. yeah the biting was what got me. I thought the biting was fucking... Yeah, that was hilarious. hilarious. Uh, Logan Paul <laughs> posted a video on his YouTube channel from his doctor talking mm-hmm. about he suffered a grade three tear of his MCL crown jewel, but Ouch. that's uh, six, a, a minimum six-week in, injury to heal. Oh, okay. So it's not insane, yeah. but he could be back as quick as six weeks from that and training again. So I would like to see him come back and He's possibly done. be in the Rumble and then get a match at Mania again because... He's welcome back. I want to see him versus Bad Bunny. He's done a good job. I think you said that last week, too. Uh, After recent rumors that WWE are moving away from PLEs tied to a match type, um, apparently a lot of higher-ups told them that it's impossible to ditch Money in the Bank. Um, It's not impossible that they could ditch Money in the Bank and put it back on WrestleMania like they used to do. I don't like that. I mean, if you put... I'm fine with it not being its own show. That's true. If you put if you put one match on night one and, like, one of the... Yeah. You know what I mean? One match on one night on each two. Night. That would be fun. Last but not least? I just least. do, like... I don't know. To me, a lot of it's the history. There's been so many fun money in the banks, and I don't know. 
You but can it could still make have fun money in the banks. You don't need it to be the money in the bank pay per view to have. I actually would be cool with it not being on WrestleMania and move it around. I like it being the same time every year because then you have that year up until to cash in. I think you could still have a year who says there can't be two money in the banks floating around and think I think that even adds a fun new That's dynamic true. that you don't have where someone cashes in on a cash in. It's true. And that gets you out of your fucking Austin theory when your fucking crazy CEO decides they're going to put the fucking money in the bank briefcase on Austin Theory yeah. or on Otis or on somebody else they're not going to do anything with just because that day he thought it would be funny to let Otis win. It or whatever. was funny but to let Otis win just the way he won. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying like... <laughs> I know. And then he lost It's it not a great idea like, creatively. The problem is they need to have people stop losing because... It's happening too often now. Yeah. After Dante Martin's injury... Oh, this is the last thing I got this week. Oh, wow. Uh, Dante Martin's injury scare, uh, Rampage taping in Chicago, Anthony Bo Bowens tweeted a photo of the acclaimed mm. top flight and told a fan that he's fine, so yeah. apparently he's okay. Nice. So that's good news. Great. What do you got for us this week, BJ? Um, there wasn't much. So, New Japan had a show Saturday night uh, mm -hmm. last week, and Kenny Omega... I did see that. Challenged Will Ospreay for the U.S. Championship, and it's going to be at Wrestle Kingdom. So yeah, they've been teasing this be. match for like three fucking years, right. so. So it, it's about time. So he won't be at the Seattle show because that's their debut right. in Seattle. Um, which, again, that's what sucks. I want to see Daniel, Brian Danielson versus fucking Zack Sabre Jr. But anyway, but anyway, that should be a good match. They've got that great, I mean, there's obviously the story there, and. Yeah, it should be good. And with it being for the U.S. title. Right. There's history with that and Kenny Omega as well. Yep. So, yeah. That's perfect. I'm interested in that. Mm -hmm. We'll see. <coughs> um, so they talked about it on Wednesday. We brought it up a little bit. But, yeah, Jade Cargill and the baddies showed up at, like, a press conference for Bow Wow's. Yeah. Tour or something kind of got into him. They were going back and forth on Twitter for a little bit, you know. Um, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, but uh, apparently there's way more Bow Wow fans than anyone expected because, like, people were literally getting pissed at Jade and, like, all this. And I do like when you can... I didn't know he was still a thing that was relevant. Yeah. No, In fact, until this came up, I'd forgotten... That, like, mm -hmm. he wasn't Little Bow Wow anymore. And then I kind of remember, like, oh, yeah, yeah, there was that announcement that he was changing mm -hmm. his name and nobody gave a shit. Right. Except people didn't give a shit. I just didn't realize yeah. it. So. I'm out of the Bow Wow loop. Mm -hmm. um, WWE is going to start following, or seems like they might start following Tony Khan's uh, lead here. And they, after Survivor Series, they are going to stream after and do an after press conference media that type thing afterwards so which I kind of like I like I like seeing that stuff I didn't get to watch the last like I said this last one but I'm interested to see how WWE does it and how in and out of kayfabe they are with it like I don't think it'll be as much it won't be it'll be it'll way be more kayfabe, kayfabe than, w, mm -hmm. than AEW I think so too and that's what I'm, I'm just curious to see how Triple H because AEW I could be. I don't know. I don't know what Tony tells him. Obviously, I don't mm -hmm. work there, and I've never heard his directives. But right. I've watched every media scrum now, mm -hmm. just because I like to hear the wrestlers talk out of kayfabe. Yeah, that's why I listen to so many podcasts. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like Tony leaves it up to every wrestler's individual discretion. Yeah, 
And one of the biggest ones is if you go back to All Out and watch Keith Lee and Swerve. Yeah. Swerve was keeping it way more in kayfabe than Keith Lee wanted yeah. to. And it kind of, a time or two, almost seemed like it was going to come to odds. Yeah. But that also could have been because they were telling a story that they're still telling with these two guys. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. So. Um, so I think this is fantastic. So Kane Vasquez. Yeah, I heard about all this shit, yeah. Yeah. So he's he shot the dude, right? Because his the, kid was being diddled. Yeah, his kid was by that guy's kid. Right, and he, and he shot, shot the, the wrong, wrong guy. guy. Um. So, but AAA wants him to fight at their show in Arizona mm -hmm. um, on December third, and he's gonna get to. He has to have. An ankle bracelet on pretty much the whole way to the ring. He has to be guarded by security all the way to the ring. And then he gets to mat, fight, and then he has to be guarded by security back out and all this stuff. Like, I kind of want to watch it. Just the best to see part is, that's not even the best part to me. Mm. The best part is, Mr. Velasquez is paying for this just oh, to nice. be able to do the fight. That's great. I did not know that. but They yeah. mentioned it on... God, what fucking podcast was I listening to? It had to have been something NPR mentioned, and I can't think of any other podcast I listened to that would be talking about. It could have been in the wrestling news, because yeah. he's wrestled before. Well, it's a Triple A show. And it's a Triple A, so a show. Wrestling, yeah. So maybe it was the wrestling news that was talking about yeah. it. But yeah, I guess he agreed to pay That's great. fees and shit for all this stuff to make the fight happen. Nice. Um, Chris Jericho has filed a few new trademarks. Uh, Christery, this day in Christery, and Seltzer Man. Uh, who knows? <laughs> and Christery makes sense. Yeah. Chris history, got it. Right, but Seltzer Man. Seltzer Man. So, so. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this on here before, but there is a wrestler down south called the Progressive Liberal, and I don't think so. okay. Um, so it's just an indie guy trying to travel to the south, and he's a heel. Yeah, he's a huge heel down there. Um, but CNN actually had an article on him this week because apparently it got bad. Oh, um, there was like the crowd started like fighting, and they had to go and hide. Nice. Like him and his manager, and it sounds it, like the nineteen eighties wrestling right? again. Like they got to me, super brother. Pissed. Real He's to me. had people like show them guns in the shows. That's how you make like, wrestling real again, is you make yep. it political, apparently. Yep. <laughs> That's you ridiculous. Do. And yeah. And the cool thing is I don't want any part of political wrestling, I'm just gonna say that. No, now. I don't either. Um this would be fun to see one time, just I'm to see how pissed they are. For me, this um, is like seeing fucking headbang guy, like seeing Primo Luigi guy, like seeing pot yeah. smoke backflip guy that like. Oh, I don't want to see him like on a on TV. Everybody's like him. hot guy for five seconds, right. and then everybody fucking forgot about. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you've called all of those guys your favorite wrestler at least once. Yeah, probably. I do that on purpose, but this so the progressive liberal my new favorite wrestler. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you got where I was going with that. So thank you. So keeping the joke alive. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But he, yeah. But the cool thing, too, so it was his manager's idea, a guy who works at local promotions, too. And he's a Republican. 
and the liberal is actually a liberal and it'd be more funny if the guy playing the liberal was actually like a like extreme right wing guy oh that'd be hilarious like MAGA guy and he's all pretending to be a liberal for his character right I actually think that would be really good funny but the cool thing is in the way they talk about it is like they're calm enough that they can work together they don't the only time they bring up politics is in the ring shit for in the ring shit and I think it's great because then you can pull in both sides and figure out what pisses people off, and that's just all. It's what wrestling's to supposed to do, right? Evoke emotion and tell stories. Yep. And I think it's fucking hilarious that get your audience to sus- suspend disbelief for the length of your show. Right. It's so. harder and harder to do these days. Mm. Ever since, I mean, once Vince let the cat out of the bag, it's impossible to put it back in. Yeah. You can squeeze the toothpaste out of the tube, but you ain't putting that fucking toothpaste back in the goddamn tube. Right. Right. Good luck. Um, what else you got for us, BJ? People keep going back and forth about this whole Colt Cabana thing. Boom, boom. And Tony Khan and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. And I think a lot of it's Dave Meltzer because he keeps feeding into it. Like, no, I really think CM Punk's the one that made that call. And I think I've said it before, but I think... Personally, I feel like Tony Khan made the call without CM Punk's knowledge to make CM Punk feel think, you right. know, thinking he was doing the right thing. And yeah, I don't know. I agree with you 100% on that. So, um, oh, Mia Yim had a new name. <laughs> Mishan, and Mishan. then they changed it back. Now it's supposed to be her nickname, is what they're going with. Like, they were going to have it Mishan. Now it's going to be Mishan M-E-A-M. Because it stands for crazy, so it's going to be crazy M-E-A-M. It's crazy in Korean, I guess. So Wasn't she calling herself the Blasian Baddie in, in NXT? She should go back to that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's all I want in my life. Like, Keith Lee's got the fucking life. Got Blasian. The best. Um, She's the HBIC. That's right. what it was. Yeah. Yeah, that's the right. Blasian Batty, the HBIC. Yeah. Yep. Um, Damien Priest was apparently asked, obviously, he didn't get the part because the movie's already out, but he was asked to read for one of the I saw top. For Namor, Namor, in the Black Panther, new Black Panther movie, he was supposed to read, or he apparently read for that, or was asked to read for that, which is really cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Especially when they ask you, you know? Right. It's pretty dope. So. Right, that's the only way I'm getting a Hollywood role, is if they ask me to do it. Yeah. Um, So, Jack Hager was on, Jake Hager was on Dark last week against this Bryce Donovan guy. And I think it's hilarious. He went on that Bryce Donovan picked hats that were better than Jake Hager's hat. Mm. And I thought these were hilarious. So number one was the number one hat, because he's number one, Smitty Weberman Jensen soda drink hat from SpongeBob. Okay. That was the number one. That's the number one hat of all time. Uh, Cat in the Hat mm. was better. Um, the sorting hat from Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the man in the yellow hats. Oh, yeah. Yellow hat. Yeah, from Pure George. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. Foxy Grandpa. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, any book. Just putting a book on your head like a hat. 
is pretty good. Um, <laughs> it seems like a shitty hat, but... Still, yeah. Um, the entire country of Canada, which is America's hat, mm-hmm. um, is better than that hat. So, uh, Doug Dimidone's own, own day, owner of Dimsdale Dimidone's hat. Okay. Um, his hat. Uh, Inspector Gadget's hat. Yeah. Turned into a helicopter. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. I wish I had a helicopter hat. So those are all the hats that are better than... It's a good hat. Better than... I need a helicopter hat. That's the moral of that story. Mm Um... I don't know who this guy is. Aaron Dean Eisenberg. But he's the one who's going to play Ric Flair. In the Iron Claw. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who he is either. I don't know who he is, but still. Fair enough. Um... So there is an MMA fighter, Patty Pimblett. Him and MJF kind of got into it this week on Twitter. Okay. Um, So, and then Conor McGregor actually got into it a little bit with him. Of course he did. He needs to be the center of attention. Because he called, MJF called Patty a dollar store Conor McGregor because he's Irish or Scottish or whatever too, so. Gotcha. Um, And then... Basically, MJF said, you know, if you want to fight when we come over to the UK, I'll fight you. God, now I'm going to have to watch this guy on TV instead of another fucking wrestler. Probably. Jesus Christ. Hopefully it's just for the week they're in the UK and that's it. <sighs> um, NXT <coughs> has been running these scripts promos for like a month now. Yeah. It ended up being Reggie mm-hmm. in a mask. Yep. Um, Nobody cared. It was pretty dumb. Yep. It was really dumb, so... Um, oh, in the new God of War game, uh, Shad Gaspar was actually the one who did the, was, it's his body, it's the, his body scans. Months ago. Oh, did we? Yeah, when it was news. Um, well, still. <laughs> it, someone put it here, yeah. Um, so, oh, they announced, so Great Muda's. Last match mm-hmm. um, It's going to be with Sting. But it's going to be Sting and Darby on his team. They haven't announced who he's... Who Muda's partner is? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's who... No, it's Muda, Sting, and Darby teaming together. Oh. Versus... Another team. Another team. But nobody on the team's been announced yet. No one gotcha. on the other team's been announced. Okay. Correct. So... Neat. Because Darby. That's right. fucking dope. Right. And that's Muda's last match. I guess he's actually going to do as Kijimoto... Another match? Another match after that. So this is going to be... His last Muda Him and the Muda gimmick. Gotcha. Um, and then, yeah, like a couple weeks later, there's... His last, last his match. His last, last match. Interesting. As a person. Double retirement. Yeah. Um, oh, I knew I had another thing. Uh, apparently, Bobby Lashley was offered and turned down roles in both Stranger Things and uh, Mortal Kombat. Recently, that's surprising. So, the dude can barely speak. Yeah, just size of him. That's true. You don't have so, to talk to look good. Yeah. Um. Oh, MJF's dad, um, in a rare rare break from kayfabe for him and his family, posted a picture of them hugging backstage after the title win. That was pretty interesting. Because mm-hmm. they like all three of them like never break kayfabe. Like, and it's... Well, like, they are more and more, but, yeah. Yeah, but... Because um, his mom, especially, she's always... 
no, fuck that kid. Like, he's a piece of shit, and I love it. So, um, <laughs> remember Jimmy Wang Yang? Yes. Did you see this story this week? I don't think so. He told a story of how he got rehired one night. Um, so he got fired, and then he was trying to get laid, and WWE was in town. So he asked this chick to go backstage to a show, and he called him up and tried to get tickets to take her backstage and all that. And uh, they ended up rehiring him nice. in that whole process. That's great. So he was just trying to get laid and ended up getting rehired. There so, you go. Mm-hmm. I mean, you least expect <laughs> Right? Just a little hilarious. Um, let's see. Oh, so Carl Anderson is heading back to New Japan and will be defending the Nova Openweight Championship on December 14th. Mm-hmm. That's all so, um, And they're also, both him and Gallows are penciled in, apparently, at the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom. So that's pretty cool. I'm not going to believe into what happens because yeah. it's WWE. It's true. It's true. Um, Road Dog came out and said that, uh, so they were asking him, there was a rumor that Brock Lesnar refused to work with someone, um, AJ Styles. And, um, or no, he didn't want to work with gender and instead worked with AJ. Mm-hmm. And Road Dog was like, no, he never said he didn't want to work with Ginger. Um, he just thought he could have a better match with AJ. And then he's like, but the only time I've heard him not want to work with someone was Kevin Owens. Hmm. And I think that's why they had such a short, shitty match, because he didn't want to work with Kevin Owens. It's fair. So, Mark's a weird dude. Right, right. Um... Apparently, Ric Flair says he has been invited to be at the Royal Rumble and the Raw 30th Anniversary Show this year. So, didn't mention if he'd be showing up or not, but he said he was invited. So. I mean, he's from Triple H. That makes sense. Yeah. Um, okay. You can invite a guy places and not put him on your TV show. Right. Uh... So I love this. The last thing I got. Um, There's this USA Pro Wrestling. And I don't know how it took this whole fucking Peacock documentary from them to realize. But apparently they had Teddy Hart booked to wrestle recently. Or coming up here soon. And they canceled their... That's a good call. ...thing with him. He's not available. But it's like... He's in jail. Is he? I thought so. Go to the Twitter. Yeah, I'm not going to Twitter. But there's an actual Twitter, is Teddy Hart in jail today? Um, uh-huh. <laughs> and it tweets out every day if Teddy Hart's in jail or not, so you can go in there and find out Fair enough. if Teddy Hart's in jail or Answer's not. Answer's usually yes. Survivor Series! Yep. It's Watson Wheels this thing. Survivor Series. I had it up. There's only like five matches or six. Two, four, five. Um, all right. Start off. I thought with... they were going to add something last night. I guess they didn't. Mm-mm. All right. So AJ Styles versus Finn Balor. Uh, God, I want AJ. I, I, I want. I'm going to want and will AJ. Yeah, same. It's been like two years since he's won a fucking singles match. Singles match on pay per view. Right. It's about time. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
What they should do is, since WWE is kind of working with New Japan, AEW is kind of working with New Japan, they should just let AJ and Finn go over for Wrestle Kingdom. Let's have a four-way between Kenny and Jay White and AJ and Finn Balor. Because, God, that would be amazing. Bullet Club leaders, four-way. I don't want to just have that, though. You can tell the story in there. Yeah. Well, yeah, you got I don't want to just have him show up. You yeah, should just have him show up. I don't want to well, just have I mean, him show up. Well, I just have him show up, but, you know, go there and have a four-way, and you can tell a story Shout on all three I shows. Wanna... You can tell a story on all three shows over the next six weeks until... But you keep saying just go there and have the match. I don't want him to just go there and have the match. I want yeah. a light six-month build-up. Right. No, you get six weeks between now and Wrestle Kingdom. It's not enough. Just saying. Uh... U.S. Championship, triple fret, triple, triple fret, triple tret, triple tret, Michael. Uh, Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, Austin Theory. I think it's Seth Rollins retains and he pins Austin Theory. Morton will. Move, move Bobby out to the main event after this. And yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even know what I want out of this match. Yeah. Not Austin. Right. I want and will not Austin. How about there that? Go. There you go. Um, oh, I forgot about this. This is weird. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey versus Shotzi. <sighs> want and will Ronda Rousey? Yeah. Want and will this match to not even start. <laughs> like, something happened so I don't have to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. Because... I mean, Shotzi went out of nowhere, and I just don't care. I don't, I don't care, care about, about Ronda. Ronda. Right. I'm starting more just because they teamed her with Shayna. But I'm more interested in Shayna than with right. Ronda. Right. So. I want to see Shayna succeed out of those two. Yeah. I actually like her. Right. Right. All right. Women's War Games. Bianca Belair, Asuka, Alexa Bliss, Mia Yim, and Becky Lynch versus Damage Control. Which is Bailey, Eo, and Dakota, and then Nikki Cross and Rhea teaming with them. One will of faces. Yeah, I think the faces win this one. Mm-hmm. Um, men's War Games, The Bloodline, Sam, Sammy, Solo, Usos, Roman versus Kevin Owens, Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, Butch, and Ridge Holland. The faces are winning this one too, because it's one of the few opportunities they have for Roman to lose something and not mm-hmm. lose a title. Yeah. And not make him look weak. Yeah. Um, as far as the want, it depends on where they're going. Right. There's a lot of different things. I want Sammy to turn. I want... Right, I want... Yeah. I, I, that's I want Sammy I to cost them. I mean, there's I so many things I want. Right. But that would be the ultimate, I think, is for Sammy to cost them the match, and which would right. mean I still want the faces to win. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think Sammy's that's... one of the few like consistently interesting things mm-hmm. in wrestling right now. Yeah, yeah. I think it's time to start the breakup of Sammy and I agree. Them. Well, tell us who you are breaking up with this week, buds. Hit us up at buds ww on Twitter. Leave us a five star rating and comments and mm-hmm. all that good stuff. Tell people, spread the word, because that's the only way that yeah. it's gonna happen. Because we don't pay for advertising and shit. Right. Spread your legs or spread the word. Until next time, it's BJ over there. That's over there. Peace.
is a sound check. Sound check. Chicken, chicken. Check. It is. Then whenever you're ready.